Be Short Now presents. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Enrico Vannucci, and I'm one of the programmer here at Torino Shopping Market. Uh, welcome to uh, this last panel of uh, these three days of the market. Um, this panel, um, as you can see here, is part of Be Sure Now. Be Sure Now is a series of industry events focusing on show films and their festival ecosystem, promoted by Encounters Festival, Filmfest Dresden, Guion International Film Festival, uh, Glasgow Show Film Festival, Torino Show Film Market, and Vienna Shorts. This is the title of today, it's Great Expectations. Um, we are talking about uh, the transition between show films and feature films. And we are talking about that topic with these lovely people here. Okay, in alphabetical order, we have uh, Laura Briand, the Le Film DC. Um, then we have uh, Ludovica Fonda from RTE or RT Mediaset Group and Torino Show Film Market as well. And then we have Maria Razguta, uh, she's a producer, and um, she works for Midpoint and with Lithuania Shorts for a very long time. Um, then we have Daniel Vadotsky uh, from Negative, uh, with a sales agent, and also a programmer at Art Film Fest in Slovakia. And then last but not least, uh, Lendita Zekirai. Yeah, <laughs> film director, very well known. Um, so, um, as I said, um, um, we wanted to address a topic that it's not new, it's been discussed many, many times uh, in the past, but um, we wanted this time to have very different opinions. I hope, I hope they fight very much <laughs> in this one hour of the debate. Um, and we wanted, for this reason, I, as you can see, we invited different people, uh, professionals that are um, with different points of view and different jobs in the industry. Um, um, of course, I mean, I would like to start with um, a kind of ontological question which, again, it has been asked so many times, but I think it would be good to understand where they stand on this. Um, because it's, uh, it, it, it's um, um, a question that has been going on for many, many years about um, the difference between shorts and feature films. For some people, I like the same thing. The only thing that differs is length, while for other people, they will tell you that uh, feature films are like novels, while short films are like short novels, or even poetry, if you talk to Berlinale, for instance. Um, so, my first question to the panelists is basically, what's your definition of shorts and feature films? And so, what do you stand in this, let's say, dichotomy? Um, your floor. Uh, for me, I think, personally, uh, different story requires different length on the screen. So I, as a producer, as uh, someone who really closely works with the script writers and directors on the stories, I have this position that, okay, this is a story for a short film, or no, this is a story for a feature film. So I think everything starts from the story. There's, uh, of course, different ways on working it, and there is the oltre corto when you can develop a feature from, from the short film. 
but yeah, for me, it's the matter is already locked in the in the story. Uh, I uh, judge it retrospectively. So uh, sometimes I have a short film and I say this is better. This would be better if it's uh, made as a feature. And but unfortunately, most of the time. Uh, I think about features that uh, that's only a short uh, subject. So basically, it's uh, for me two different uh, form of language. You actually wrote it in email as a grammar, uh, and I think that's a really good word for it. Uh, I uh, found um, a story to be uh, developed in uh, several different uh, uh, ways, and I don't think that always it's good to make a feature. Uh, out of a short subject. And I think that I will touch a bit of uh, a background in Czech and Slovak, Czech Republic and Slovakia, because I think that uh, people, uh, the teachers in, in, at schools uh, basically are uh, trying to persuade or convince the, their students uh, to uh, make um, or use the language of feature film in short making or in short filmmaking. And I think that this is a, a biggest mistake and I think that we will talk about it, so. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, I think I agree with Maria and I really think that it's a matter of the story and I, I, don't, I don't think I can answer I, the, the question. I can just say that all my professional life I've been trying to work in order to uh, get barriers down between short films and feature films and different, thing, different kind of narratives since 1988 when I first fell in love with short films in a festival in Locarno. I just felt that I was so privileged to, um, to see such precious, um, unique ways of telling a story and I told myself I will do my best in order for many other people to enjoy, like new converted people, a person I really felt like I had to spread the word to the world. And so I've been trying to uh, just not think about grammar and help people and the mo most accessible and open um, uh, audience to enjoy both uh, short films and feature films. That's what I've been trying to do. Um, well, as a, as a viewer, I would say that uh, it's a question of land before anything else with a different narrative way of telling the story. Um, and as a producer, I would say it's um, two different markets, two different ways of producing it and different audience. So I make a difference. Uh, on the place I am. Um, <clears throat> well, I have uh, totally maybe different approach and uh, I arrived to filmmaking in, uh, from arts. So for me, uh, short film or feature film, I didn't know anything about it when I started to make films and write stories. And uh, it was somehow uh, a way of, for me as, a, as an author, it was just the way of uh, finding the way and finding, finding another medium of expressing myself. Uh, because um, 
I, I, I didn't know what, what length it, uh, for example, how many pages uh, will give, how many minutes in film. And I didn't know anything about film when I started to write my own stories. And uh, it happened that the first one, it was a film. And it was like, uh, for me, it was a confirmation that yes, this is film, after I made my film. And uh, after that, short, the first one, the very first one. I didn't know if I did anything or if this is a film that is presentable or I can, I can. So uh, our film uh, was selected to Oberhausen, uh, the first one. And that, that was my uh, confirmation that I, I did a short film. And after that, I made, um, uh, I was just trying to find my uh, medium to express my, uh, myself. And I was trying with uh, documentaries, uh, um, experimental film as well. So uh, to feature film, the last one, which is ninth project that I made like this, <laughs> without uh, having, in, 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 if without going to any workshop or without doing any, any education in filmmaking. Uh, so I, am, uh, I made my feature one, which uh, it is fe feature because of the length, but it doesn't mean that uh, tomorrow or next project will be something totally something else or it's just that's why, why I, I say I, I don't know, really. I don't know the differences. I just know that if, as an author, if you have to say something to express it, you put it there, and then we have all these great people to take care of our work. <laughs> OK. Um, oh, you also have a mic there, yeah. Um, so. I mean, from what, from what you said, basically, it's like you, know, it, 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 you talk a lot about uh, story, stories, let's say, um, and then Daniel said grammar, like uh, highlight. So, um, am I, um, uh, from what you said, of like uh, how all these two things and how uh, intertwine uh, in terms as, uh, especially. Um, for directors and producers, as Laura said, it's uh, it, it's like different approaches to features and, and shorts. How uh, um, uh, how you how can I say um, judge what a story is? If it's a short, it's a short, it's a feature. I mean, like I, I totally agree with Daniel when he said that sometimes you see a short and it's like, okay, this is a a longer thing, or you see a, a, a feature film that it's like, oh yeah, probably if it it could work also in 20 minutes in that terms. Like, um, my first question is for Lendita, uh, since you are a director, and so would like to see uh, how you uh, developed that. Uh, if it's an instinct thing, or it's because uh, you said no, we are, I didn't do any program, I didn't do anything, so it's more an, an, a something that you feel, and then how as producers, uh, you use these feeling, if it's a feeling, to transform it into a short or a feature in that sense. I don't know if I'm, I've been clear. Uh, 
Well, for me, when I write stories, it's a story. It's uh, the, 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 the only thing that I, that I have in mind is uh, where, for example, I, I'm in research of this the human relations and my researches are uh, like pieces of, of every other than, than filmmaking, for example, from paintings, from physics, from... Uh, and uh, if, if I have uh, something as, as an artist in, in a country, for example, from Kosovo, uh, I, have, I, I create this story as an urge to, to, to say it because I don't agree or it hurt me or something like that. It's like an art, artistic point of view maybe and approach. And uh, after putting all this together, uh, then, just after that, after f the, the, the finishing of writing, then it, 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 uh, I can send the script to, to the producer and he, he can judge if it's uh, uh, a story, it is uh, short or feature or... Because for me, it's really, I, I just want to, to make a film and uh, I am so precise in what I want to make since the beginning. And when I say that is because maybe tomorrow I was thinking maybe it can be, uh, why should we call short and feature film? Uh, we, we, we can just have it and uh, just like a medium of expression. And why, uh, why uh, we, we can also have a film which lasts eight hours or 20 or who knows? I mean, it's just a, a medium of uh, in, in relation of what is the idea, what you want to say. And um, if, we, if we have this, uh, I don't see the films as industry for me. Okay. So this is maybe uh, wh where, where I can clash with uh, pr producer because I don't see it in, in that way. Uh, and um, I don't know if I answer your yeah, question. I mean, I, I, now I want to see what the producer says about <laughs> how you clash. Uh, for me, I think it's a lot of uh, about the intuition when you start talking about the idea with a scriptwriter or director. Uh, so usually it's very clear from the beginning how deep you want to go into details of the story or you want to tell this novel, like episode, or you want to have lots of subplots, sub-stories, side stories. So usually it's very clear from the very beginning when you say, okay, I have this idea about this and that. Or it should be about this and that, and then this and that, and this and that, and this and that. It means we start developing the uh, much longer story and much more complicated story. So I, I had only one experience when we uh, were developing a short film, and then we put it aside. We said, okay, this is a feature film. We will do that later. And it's still waiting for us in the, in the, on the shelf, but um, only one occasion. Because um, Maria, um, she's a producer and she produced short films and feature films and your last feature was uh, in Karlovary, right? Nova Lituania, yeah. yes, in Karlovary. Yeah, um, so she's uh, experienced in both uh, productions. Um, why Laura uh, instead? 
um, you are more a feature film producer, right? Yes, I've never produced shorts, so my answer on your specific question will be short as well. Um, because uh, when directors and authors come to me and propose me some films, I don't even think of, well, this should be a short story and not a long story, it doesn't occur. Uh, so I don't immediately answer to that question because I don't have to. <laughs> no, but um, um, and it would be interesting to know then how uh, the processes are different. I mean, like you, Maria, can you know have um, uh, you know explain if you know, what what are the big differences between producing a short and a feature. And uh, Laura uh, can also explain instead um, uh, what something that Lendita didn't do, so any uh, training session or pitching session, um, and how these instead can be beneficial for a producer to develop uh, a feature film and to help our director to, to, to then, um, uh, you know, see, uh, make the film. Um, and, and as well, I guess also then also uh, we can understand the point of view of how we work. Let's say here in uh, uh, in, in Torino with uh, Oltrecorto, which I think it's one of the most successful, or probably our most successful <laughs> pitching session so far. And, and and from Daniel's point of view, how as a distributor of, of feature films, when you start getting into the picture. Uh, in uh, yeah, in the distribution of a film and in the process of uh, of the developing of a film, it's a lot of questions altogether. But <laughs> we try to be short and <laughs> concise. So uh, the question is more: uh, how, how do you uh, use shorts to decide on features? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. what's your experience? Uh, if you can well, talk about that. I have about a very specific and, yeah. experience here, uh, thanks to Altro Corto, because I was there last year and I picked up one director who has a, a project for feature based on his short film and the possibility to see in this audience a short film as I would not at my home and I, in a special uh, event, uh, it struck me that there I, I uh, have in front of me a director I would like to work with and this is the way I can pick up some project from, the, from shorts. Uh, do you usually um, use these uh, opportunities of like pitching sessions or um, developing um, programs to uh, then fund uh, uh, the, the films you, you work on? Or, yes. Or, or yes, I do, but um, I always try to see the previous work of the director, otherwise I couldn't know how to process, how to work, how to find the financing and, and to know how can I defend this project and this author and this point of view. I'm always trying to see what, what had been done before. And um, it can be also tricky because uh, some, well, when you find some money, when you have to find some money and submit a film to commissions, you have to provide also the previous work and sometimes it's not good enough. So you have to explain why it's not good enough. So short can be very helpful or very tricky. Mm -hmm. uh, my experience is like this, that I started working as a producer with short films and I've been producing shorts for seven years. And within those years, I worked with 
with a, quite a big pool of directors. Mm -hmm. And from that pool of directors, I kind of had my own oltre corto, <laughs> if I can say so. So I found people whom I really uh, enjoy working with and with whom I see the, the future of uh, another films, second shorts, third shorts, or then feature films. So now I work with four of them. Um, one of them is uh, still making short films, and the other th three are, we made their debut feature films already, and now all of them, they work on the second feature. So basically, the development phase of the short film and the, the feature film phase, fortunately or not, it requires almost the same time. It, it's. Uh, depending on, on the story, of course, how complex it is, uh, how long is the, the short film, but the energy you have to give for uh, the short film is really huge. Um, it's not that if it's 10 minutes, oh, it's 10 times less than the, for the feature. No, it, it's really demanding almost the same as, as the feature film if you really want to, to, to reach good results. So, um, let's say monetary-wise, uh, as a producer who has to run the company and pay salaries, of course, feature films are the, 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 the thing that can bring you some profit and, 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 and some money much easier than the shorts, at least from my experience. So if I, but, but I never said, okay, we, we stop doing shorts because it's not uh, profitable or, or something like this. As I said, I'm still producing some shorts, but um, how much you have to invest and how much you get uh, back money-wise, it's, it's really a, a very big difference. Mm -hmm. Ludovica, if you want to yeah, say I something about yeah, our... Yeah, I think development is really crucial to what we are all doing. And um, as I'm currently a TV commissioner and executive, I... Uh, what I, I, I do much agree with Laura is that we, when I need to commission to a project, I, um, I always hear my colleagues say, okay, okay, can you provide a mood board or can you provide all the things that this author have made? And this was kind of a sparkle to our conversation with Jacopo and our decision to, to try and work on Oltre Corto. Because really, a mood board and the short films are completely different things. And I, hate, I personally hate mood boards because I do love short films, <laughs> probably. Uh, but short films are so precious in terms of giving you the idea of how clever is an author to uh, shape a story and what is his precise uh, vision on that story, the look and so when you uh, get uh, short films you, you really can understand what this author is uh, probably able to do or what is uh, his or her potentialities and that's so um, helpful in terms of commissioning features or what I do more TV even TV series. Um, then, uh, what I think is crucial as well is to, uh, during development, be very 
open on both sides of the table on what the vision on the feature films or the TV series is. Because we, we have been discussing also on the feature film Laura, uh, Laura is um, working on there in a short films, there are so there might be so many potentialities in terms of developing and development. And uh, we often realize when we select ultracorto projects or when we uh, share ultracorto projects with uh, the audience that each and every one has a different perception of what the development could be. And this is. Um, fruitful, important, but at the same time very risky if you don't share the same precise vision. Then its uh, development can be very much uh, time-consuming, very much um, kind of a, a street fight between many different parts. So uh, when we um, discuss and assess project, it, it is very, very important that we all share the idea of where to go. And if the author doesn't share it, it's better to let him uh, go his own way because I, I'm personally very passionate on these things, so I try sometimes to convince them, like, oh, you're, doing, you're following this direction, but you should, should think about the other one because it could be more marketable or it could be more new in the market space. And, and then I try and push, but, you know, it's really... Um, a bad attitude I have and I realize that I have to, to, to let them go because it's uh, really something that is taking all of us nowhere if uh, the directions are different. You agree, so you had an experience. Uh, <laughs> I agree because um, uh, since I work uh, for the production company, I, I, I guess I can say for the biggest uh, production company in Czech Republic, I work as a sales agent, but it doesn't mean that I uh, get the final product and I'm going to, to the world with it. No, it doesn't work like it. I'm uh, basically uh, reading the uh, draft, the first draft, even second, third draft of the script, uh, so I can see if there is any potential in the film or how they uh, are going to approach the subject and if it's really a film, um, if it's a subject for the feature or a short film. Uh, I think that the, the best um, uh, example is the last film uh, uh, documentary, uh, Foreman versus Foreman. Uh, we started with this film uh, two years ago and uh, basically I started to communicate with, uh, with the Cannes Film Festival uh, at the moment that we had a, a treatment and, we, and the director, directors uh, decided to make a short film first. It was a tribute to Miloš Forman, so they wanted to make some kind of event, special event for the friends. And basically I started with this film and I sent this short film to the, to the Cannes. And uh, okay, they, they found it uh, interesting enough to continue uh, with the conversation about it. So, and then the process, of course, it's, uh, it's an ongoing process and there is a, a lot of people involved when you are not a sole uh, producer or a director who wants to have its own uh, film, like, uh, okay, I am the one and I decide. So it's a collective process, and of course, 
uh, we approach a lot of um, uh, script editors. Uh, we uh, go uh, to some kind of a test screening, and we are trying to find a best uh, solution, best shape of the film, of course. And then uh, it's up to me. Of course, I can say something as well, and uh, it's up to the director if he listens or she listens or not. Sometimes they listen, sometimes they're not. <laughs> but uh, mostly it's a problem with the, with the um, uh, debut directors, as I, as I really have to say. Uh, the directors that has uh, uh, directors had, uh, that have made, uh, I don't know, ten films, they exactly they can listen and they can at least they consider your opinion and they try to cut it in a way you say. Sometimes with the new directors, uh, I, I, I can't be really uh, specific, uh, it's that uh, they have their own vision and they think that that's the only vision, that's the only way how the film can be made. And afterwards you see that it doesn't work. It's not even surprising you. You submit it to the festivals and uh, you can have like 70 rejections and you are then going to say, ah, oh, they are all wrong. No. You are wrong, of course, obviously. So uh, I am a part of the, <laughs> I know why you're laughing, but <laughs> I won't say that. Um, so um, yeah, I'm a part of a production process, the, the, the whole thing, and um, it's, uh, it's better for me uh, to work with the film from the very beginning. And I'm not going to say that I'm the only one. Every single biggest uh, sales company like Match Factory, Wild Bunch, uh, they are going uh, for the scripts and for the short films, if it's a, a debut director. Um, instead, of, um, um, as a programmer, you do that as well? I mean, like, um, when you, like, scouting, you scout also, um, like, films that are already made, finished, or when while well, well, watching the films, both shorts and features, um, what, 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 how do you work in that sense? Because for me, as, as a programmer, um, I usually work also a lot of very rough cuts. I also like, I work majorly only with um, shorts, uh, but I, I do a lot of uh, research uh, before a film is finished, for instance. Uh, even when, like, when there are pitching sessions, I try to attend those and, and see what's going to be next. Also for the work I do with the Venice Film Festival that requires a very strict world premiere. Um, what, what's, your, uh, what's your method, let's say? Uh, for me, it's different because it's uh, a smaller festival. We can't really compete. It's, uh, it's the biggest festival, Art Film Fest. It's the biggest festival in Slovakia, but comparing to uh, a great film festival, it's different. So I am working mostly with the films that are already made, and I check the, mostly the festivals uh, that already screen the films, and I try to select the best of the best. Uh, and it's different because I uh, program a short film competition uh, with my colleague. And of course, I'm trying to follow the directors I already know, and I'm waiting for their new films, and uh, I, I really want to watch them, even if they are unsuccessful or whatever. Uh, for, the, for the features, I uh, program American Indies, and uh, that's very difficult, uh, to be honest, uh, making this kind of section in Slovakia. Uh, because of the sales agencies, because of the directors, producers, whatever. 
uh, uh, you can't really find those films. So I go to the f uh, through the festivals, like I start with the Sundance, Tribeca, uh, South by Southwest, and those kind of festivals, and I try to watch everything they screen, not the winners and whatsoever. And uh, for me, uh, I try to program as many debut films as possible. So it means if I have like uh, uh, eight or nine or ten films in my uh, program, I make sure that at least uh, 60, 70% is a is debut film because that's, for me, it's, the, it's very important. For me, it's the, the purest voice of the director and that's, uh, that's only one film he can make as a first and as a, how to, how to put it, um, not uh, covered by all these uh, things that goes with the production companies afterwards, you know, with the biggest one in America. I want to add something <laughs> uh, about the debut directors who doesn't listen. <laughs> I want to defend them. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe I work with the really talented ones, but I really uh, I want to defend them, and that's what you said now. The debut film, the purest one, because they don't listen to the advices, and they are usually very original, because it's not polished, because it's not suitable for market, because it's something new, because it's something you haven't seen before. So I really... Um, risk a lot, I think, and we have to risk a lot, uh, especially with debut films. And sometimes, even if they make this mistake, I think we have to allow them to do this mistake. Of course, if they don't screw the whole film, <laughs> but some some of the some I mean some mistakes have to be done. Otherwise, you won't make a successful debut film if you do a lot of compromises, if you do a lot of changes because somebody advises you and so on and so forth. I'm, of course, I'm not radical that you have to do what you want to do and don't listen to anybody's advices, but I think that's the beauty of the debut film, that it's not perfect, but this not perfect is something very special, why we are crazy about new talents, why all the festivals seek debut films and have competition programs for debut films, because it's something new, something we haven't seen, something really, really special. So, and I, I have the directors that I work now for the second feature, and all of them, they say, what we are gonna do with the third film? Nobody will want to watch it. <laughs> because all the festivals are so focused on talents, on debuts for first and second feature, and from the third feature, nobody wants you. <laughs> That's the biggest fear of the filmmaker today. Cool. Um, so I would like to know how many mistakes did you make during the first uh, feature film that you did? Since uh, Maria was talking about mistakes that you are allowed to make as a <laughs> first time a director, as a... Um, well, the, the, the first one, it was, uh, I cannot say, probably there is a lot of mistakes in every single project as it can ha uh, we can have mistakes in, in mistakes. I don't know what's mistake. But okay, I will <laughs> go with it. Uh, uh, okay, market-wise, I know nothing, so I'm so sorry. But uh, yeah, I uh, as as a, as a first-time director, I already had my story in my head, and I just kn knew that I want this to look like this, and the image and the words are there, 
uh, actors are there. You know, it's like composing a scene for, for something. And you have this idea. No one except yourself can tell you, especially not the producers, I think so, because that's why they are producers. This is like a machine to make a film, uh, the, the, what directors, uh, the, the, the director's idea until the end successfully. So to me, it's, uh, this is how it should be. And if you like from the beginning the script, then you go with it and you have to trust 100%. It has, it has to be both ways, like in the relation from director and producer. If not, then it's going to have problems. The film will never has its own mistakes, which can be innovative in a way, probably. And we are not uh, entitled to know from the start, because if I, if I give my script to someone to read it, for, for example, the, the short film fans, uh, I applied in some this short, I don't know what they are, but it's, application for budget and stuff, and I didn't got any at the beginning because <clears throat> they didn't understand the script as they understood the finished project, uh, product. And then this film that uh, was not selected to some funds uh, in United States, that because we had this right to, to apply, he won three-time Oscar qualifier in Hamptons, Palm Springs, and uh, New Orleans. And it has uh, great success, but it was, as a script, it was rejected. So, uh, and I knew how, what I'm going to make, and I, I knew everything, and I didn't uh, let anyone, not the producer, not anyone, to interfere with process of, of making it. Uh, probably this is uh, a different way because I didn't go to this uh, film school and uh, my, my background is from arts and uh, I did some philosophy and aesthetic of films but it's, I never did one even uh, day of film school. What I learned it's from films that I watched randomly, not with intention to watch them, to learn something. But I just find out that film is not the story. Film is not the this or that or that. Film is really a med medium of, of expression who has a lot of uh, million uh, segments that only author can relate and because he, he creates this, this momentum, this moment, or, and uh, that's why I think uh, when pro producer wants to put his own touch there, it might really ruin the project, the whole project. And I only have one compromise with my produ producer while making my first feature, because at the beginning it was a scene where I had a rain on on the scene. So he said, oh, no, no, rain, we cannot, because the budget was so little. And I had this two, three nights thinking about this, what, how to make it. And it, it came up that it was even better than with rain. So, but the approach of uh, 
of collaboration was very delicate one, not the one that, no, this is, I think, this is. Because uh, the, if the producer starts to also put his fingers and, and, uh, in, into the script, into the production, into then it is somehow like self-destruction for me, for the film industry. Because when, when, when we see Michelangelo Antonioni, we can understand what I'm saying. I mean, what I want to say. And we would like to see some Michelangelo in the future and not to make like European film, Hollywoodian film, but in European way. And I think this is why we have to just uh, support the artists, the authors, and really to, to, to let them do the mistakes, if needed. Um, I'm like, we can clap, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, I want to know Laura's point of view on, on what Lendita said. Uh, I would like to know your point of view on what Lendita said, especially yeah. on this trust yeah. between the producer and the director. Um, yeah, so. I think it's very difficult to generalize uh, because I think there are so many, as many producers with different tempers as there are directors. And then it's a question of match. And uh, I see myself as a producer, I see the film as a partnership, a long time partnership. You, you need to um, live an adventure, long time adventure. So uh, from my point of view, you need to get along well in this partnership and discussing. But I've met, um, in my, my path, I've met some directors who really needed it to be pushed up and, and who needed a father image, a mother image, or something like, like that, who were a bit like, I would say, um, masochist in a way. And uh, well, this is not for me, but it could suit for other producers and other directors. So I think um, any, Talent should find his partner. This is the way I, I see things. And also, um, I like to question the directors I work with to be sure that what they express on the first hand is what they really want. Uh, because this is the moment when we develop that there is the place for doubts and questioning on every way. And um, if m my possibility of questioning uh, is discussed there, as you say, it's impossible to, to go further. Well, it's not for me, maybe for the producers, but not for me. So, but sometimes um, production issues can be very um, accurate from the beginning. For example, um, I was working with the debut director who expressed the willing of uh, shooting his uh, film feature film in uh, white and black, which is not expensive, so it's not a question of money, but for sure, uh, the question is, do you want your film to exist at the end, or do you want to dream of it? And then if you just want to dream of it, maybe I will not discuss a long time with you, because uh, I'm sure that there are such a few possibilities to have it produced and, and financed this way. Well. I'm generally speaking because there are different paths of uh, producing, but uh, this would be a film for 100% public finance and not, not money from the market. 
Yeah, um, I, I think you're right. I mean, like, um, um, what we are trying to do today is also use your expertise and your uh, past and your uh, your lives, let's say, and in and your experience, uh, just to give examples. Of course, there are, you can't we can't generalize in that sense, but I think it might be beneficial for the audience to 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 know that uh, and to learn. Because another thing that really struck me, uh, and also we were discussing with Lindita and Daniel before, uh, is that uh, you said I don't know anything about uh, the market and the business, and and you don't care. Uh, it seems like you, you don't care. Uh, because we are discussing about the distribution of Lindita's uh, feature film, Agas House, uh, which is beautiful, by the way, so <laughs> watch it. Um, you just said, no, I, I, I don't care. I mean, like, this is not my job. And, and, and Daniel was like, oh, well, I, I thought that you were, like, because uh, the film is, is very successful. It's been, uh, if I'm, like, not wrong, 20 festivals so far, and it has received 14 awards, right? Um, and, and so I would like to know how this uh, not knowing so like, or like ignoring at all uh, these facts can instead work with uh, other professionals that have like a more uh, can I say methodological approach to, to the work because as a producer or as a distributor or like, like a, as a developing talent you have to be kind of I follow paths in a way. Um, how does this work together? Well, I can say easily that I don't have a clue and I don't want to know about that part. This what I ask from the producer. <laughs> I don't want to know about your way, because they are so different profession. Producer cannot be director or writer. Writer cannot be producer or, I mean, they can, but if you want to focus, if you want to really go 100% in uh, one way, then you, can, you cannot do both. I mean, you cannot be the producer and the director and the sales and the festival selector and your own festival. I mean, this is what I was against. And that's why I think, uh, like, every, every case is different, probably some... Uh, uh, I, I also had a lot of uh, people that were I was talking to, but after I, I had my script in, and after I, ha I had, uh, and um, every case is different. Probably some uh, uh, debut filmmakers they they would appreciate, they would need maybe the advice, or they want to go and they. they their goal is to be seen in festivals, not uh, as much to uh, their own, to stick to their own idea. So, lot of different cases. But uh, as long as we somehow keep uh, doing our thing without uh, knowing what will happen with my film after, I never know, I don't know yet, and I, I, I don't want to know because that will, uh, I, I'm working in my next project, so uh, I can, I think that that's why uh, we, we should uh, uh, ha not have this authority game between producer and director, but we should really consider ourselves as a, as a partner, and we both want to make something good, great, and uh, 
to, to go from this base and not to interfere with each other's competences and ideas and, I mean, I think... Uh, well, I, on this, I would like to know the opinion of Daniel and, and, and Ludovica, because uh, uh, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I think that there are actually very good examples that uh, director, uh, writer, director produced his films or her films and also made uh, uh, sales, uh, which is, for example, Thunder Roads, it's uh, Jim Cummings' film. It won Sundance and it went to a several festival. So there are uh, exceptions, of course, uh, but um, what I'm trying to say that um, I, from my perspective, the whole distribution system is changing and it's, it's changing drastically. And of course we are, I can talk about uh, uh, online distributors, giants like Netflix and Amazon uh, Studios, and uh, we, can, we can see them as a threat that come in from the United States. Uh, personally, I see them as a, uh, as a chance, also a chance for uh, emerging producers like you uh, or uh, emerging directors uh, because um, they know that their uh, acquisitions, uh, what, they, what they do, I just read the one article about uh, Amazon Studios, uh, how they change the strategies now because uh, they acquired uh, a very expensive uh, uh, films at Sundance uh, and they went totally wrong in, at uh, the box office. Uh, so they are going to they are going to do um, and go for uh, for uh, independent producers, and they will invest money uh, for their own production. And I think that this is also a way uh, how to produce films. I mean, this is what uh, Netflix d uh, do or did even ten years ago. Uh, young producer director wanted to finish uh, a film. He they they shoot the film but they didn't have money for the post-production. Okay, they went to Netflix, Netflix said, okay, you give us rights or we do the, f the, the sale of the film, you can finish the film. So, I mean, now the question is, and I don't have an answer, the answer must be uh, on you two guys uh, to decide whether you wanna have your own film or not to have it, or have it in six years or have it tomorrow. So I think that um, I, I always, uh, I have to actually look at the film production from uh, the sales perspective mm -hmm. and from the festival perspective because I don't think that it's right to make a film and not to show it anyone, you know? Uh, what I think is that um, it's, really interesting what you said about the script and uh, I, I think it all goes back to initial common ground and initial development. Um, when you say someone reads your script and doesn't understand it or doesn't pick it up, you, you say that the development uh, meeting between you and the producer or uh, commissioner in general hasn't happened the way it could have been. So what I trust is uh, 
an initial phase where you sit with an author and you understand if there is a common ground, as you said, where both sides can work in um, a fruitful way. Uh, if there is, there must be flexibility on both sides. That's the way things are, uh, human relation works. There is, I, I don't trust only one direction and someone uh, believing that all he or she says is not going to be open to any comments. Because when we are overwhelmed by our own creativity, sometimes it can happen that you, you miss some other point of view that could be useful, but also to the project. That, that is something I'm very much convinced of. Of course, it, it, there must be this uh, human meetings and the flexibility to decide together if you want to take this journey together or not. Then it's going to be, uh, actually I don't trust that neither Amazon or Netflix are <laughs> producing this in one day as opposed to six years. Um, and I don't trust, as I've been working with them, the fact that they, when someone says, some commissioner or pre-buy um, player says, okay, I'm hands off creativity, I want, I'm just going to give you a few details, then we are going back to the same start of the game, which is, do you trust each other and feel open to work together because I do trust that in some ways, especially for series, but as far as a commissioner and an, an ex a TV executive, I'm cons I feel that uh, the products are very collective, but I do understand that from an artistic point of view, this is something very awful to hear and <laughs> I do understand, but in the process, uh, it's, it's very, very important that we recognize or we recognize not to recognize each other as partners that um, I think is um, I, I have another question we'd like to move on a little bit um, which uh, is about the possible or not coexistence of both um, short films and feature films in a filmmaker's career or a producer's career or like and so I would like to know like if like uh, it's true that after the, the first feature film, like, uh, as your first baby, you're like, okay, it, it, draw, it, 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 it really sucked all my energy and, and I will never go back to do the, and my life will never be the same again, and go back to show films, or if there's life, like, for show films as well, for show film directors, uh, for, for, for directors uh, and, and, and the producers. And, and if, uh, instead as the programmers, if as we miss, because I do sometimes, uh, miss um, some directors that uh, did very good short films and then started to do feature films and then they never, almost, uh, go back to, uh, to work uh, on, on, on a short film. Um, while it, there are other examples uh, of directors like Elias Gary um, that um, instead they, they continue to do, to de develop both in, in their career as a form of expression, as you said. Um, what's your stand on that? Well, in my experience, it can perfectly uh, live together, the short film and the feature film in the, in, in, in the same company, in the same director's career. 
but it really depends on the personality and it really depends on the story again. So like the four directors that I work now, uh, one of them, uh, he, when he moved to the features, he said, I cannot imagine myself doing a short film because all the ideas I have are so complex and so complicated and with lots of topics and subtopics, I, I wouldn't fit into a short film anymore. And this is really great and he keeps on writing feature film scripts and now writing his third script already, third feature. Uh, while the other director, he is now writing a second feature and now he's preparing for a third short film as, at the same time. He says, I know that the, the, the next feature will be no earlier than in two years. I want to shoot something. He says, I'm hungry. I need to, to go to the set. I need to work. And he does that short and I'm very happy because... Yeah, it's, it's really great. If he has a short story and he wants to tell it, let's do that because we have all the tools, we have all the conditions to do that. And then one of the directors that I work with, he, he, he's doing short films. So in my company, everything can exist in a very nice way, so. No, I always have to laugh because um, <laughs> Uh, one one month ago, I was at the panel, and uh, there was um, a Slovak director. I will name his uh, name is uh, Michal Blaško. He made a successful short film, Atlantis, 2003. And the first question he was asked, he said, "I will never do a short film again." <laughs> I really have to use this example. I told him that I will use this example, so he 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 knows. <laughs> But also, it's the same. I don't understand that. Basically, I can't say I'm not the uh, author. Maybe Landita will say more. Uh, I like when the feature film director is coming kind of back. I, I don't call it coming back. Doing a short film again because it's always nice to watch the films, uh, short films. Even from the very famous directors, you can go for Wes Anderson, David Lynch. I don't know, whatever name, Spike Jones, they are doing commercials. Of course, it's commercial, it's very expensive production, it's very well paid, but at the same time, m most of those films are watchable, even good. So I, I really like uh, to watch those uh, films. And also Denis Villeneuve, uh, a famous uh, Canadian director, after a series of feature films, he made a very, very successful film, a short film, uh, Next Floor, that travels uh, around I don't know, more than 100 uh, festivals, it, it won uh, more than 20 uh, awards. Uh, but at the same time, uh, also uh, my boss, uh, the, the main producer of our company, he is now producing a short film. Uh, it was uh, uh, selected to EuroConnection in 2016, and we had a really problem to uh, secure the financing for the second uh, uh, part of the uh, production process. And... <laughs> Uh, we talked like two weeks ago and he said like, no, this is my last shot I, I ever do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't understand that, but as I said, I can't judge because I just, I, I like to watch them. I like when they are, uh, the feature film directors make short films because it's something different. Yeah, this is... Um we come back to the same uh, question, I think, because um, I love sh films, 
short or feature or and uh, now while developing my feature second feature I'm already trying to make my next short movie I can only say the title which is Fard <laughs> maybe it's uh, it can I, I asked my producer, can I put this title, like as a title? And he said, yeah, of course, you know, it's... <laughs> so, uh, I think uh, what, if, if you have an idea, it's really the, the medium, it's not important at all. It can be short, experimental, video, whatever. I didn't, I, I name it, it's like just uh, you have this idea and you find this sort of medium to express it and that's it for me, I mean, as, as an author. Now, uh, cause in, um, uh, this is my last question, by the way. Um, uh, connected to this, I would say that in my experience as a programmer, it's, um, sometimes it seems like, since I do work more with, with shorts, as I said, um, Sometimes I heard people telling me, so when you finish working with shorts and when you start working with features. So it looks like working with shorts sometimes, and I think this is my question for you as like professionals, is sometimes considered by somebody as a kind of second league sport, uh, while if you start then working with features, might be uh, as a director or as a producer or as distributor or even like as a developing program, then you're you're playing in the Premier League, basically. So, do you? I don't. I think that your answer is no. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, if if you if you if you if you feel this urge to say I have to make a feature film because then I want to be considered a director that is in Premier League ah. or not. I, I think. Uh, no, I, even now I don't consider myself really uh, as part of film industry because I don't know anything about it. I don't know the things, how it goes and how, how you should develop and how you go to... Uh, that's why I'm more like concentrated into my... I just want to leave me alone and do my work. This is really, this is the way how... And then uh, for for the... Production-wise, I know that while uh, searching for the funds of, for my short, uh, we couldn't find any funding because Kosovo, you know, we have only one uh, fund and it's yearly. And uh, one year we didn't get the fund and it, we had to wait. And at the end, somehow, uh, I changed the way of uh, shooting and everything and I said, Okay, since we don't have funds, I will shoot this with my phone. Because it is one take, I have everything prepared, and I will do it with phone. And only after that we had uh, this founding, so we didn't have to wait uh, long to, 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 to shoot it. But uh, as long as, as, as we... Uh, it, it is uh, this uh, film, it, uh, we, we have to have money to, to do it because we have to pay everything and actors and everyone. And that's why maybe we need... Uh, f uh, I, ca I can say this because I, I was just uh, talking to some of my colleagues and uh, we have maybe to make some other regulations in fund uh, cinema fund 
because we don't need people to to read and um, I mean we, we really have to to have this sort of uh, as France has sensei for example if, if your film is successful immediately you had another chance for short film uh, this is uh, the re regulation in sensei there is a name for this like immediate when you, when you direct a short film, it's a success. You have immediate possibility to... Uh, no, I don't... See. You mean if... Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not sure you're, what you're mentioning. Uh, when you have uh, directed a feature film, then you have a possibility to have some other money to do the next one? Yeah, it's like a short... For short, it's like... Immediate. Ah, for short. Yeah. Ah, for short, I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, there is this system of automatic funds, um, but I, I can't talk for shorts because I'm not sure I can talk for long uh, for, for feature film. I would keep the discussion yeah, only on, yeah, the, on, the, on yeah. the question because we are also running out of time. So if you just briefly answer to my question. All of you, and then we'll ask one question from the audience. I'm sorry, but okay. we need to really I will be just sorry. answer to, to your question. For, for me, well, for my, from my experience with, in discussion with directors and authors, uh, I'm quite sure, besides some very specific exceptions, that they consider feature film as being the first league because uh, they want to be recognized. Uh, most of them, they, they would like to be recognized and they would. Most of them dream of being selected in Cannes Film Festival, for example, which is kind of dream. And uh, I think it's understandable to be successful and recognized. And uh, this is the, what everybody's reaching, including producers. Okay. Yeah, the point is that uh, spaces for short films are shrinking, at least in Italy and I think in Europe. So, yeah, when you start and go get to the other point, that is the feature filmmaking, if you are very successful, then you can probably decide to go back or take your time to, to do other short films, unless you don't get to the point, probably you run and run and run to, to do other feature films or series or so. What I see sometimes is that very acclaimed uh, director, then after a few years, um, tutor uh, young directors and help them to develop or work or reflect on shorts, which is, I think, uh, important as well. Hmm? I, th I thought that said it. I said it. I think that, you know, this division of first league or second league is in somebody's heads who, who really focuses on the money because there is much bigger money behind the feature films in terms when you seek for the funding, in terms of box office, what comes back to you. So if, if you think this way, then, I don't know, they, they, they really focus on the money and then they consider this is the first league because there are more money. But uh, I don't agree. Okay. Cool. Um, is there any questions? Sorry, I have to <laughs> speed up. <laughs> I have like, you know, people telling me that it's speed up. Is there any questions? We have time anyway for one question or no? Okay, yeah, one here. Uh, can you, yeah. 
Hello. Um, so my question is, um, <clears throat> uh, when you um, work and produce uh, short films, so usually you distribute them mainly in uh, festivals or also some other um, ways, or mainly festivals around the world? Who wants to answer? Do you understand the question? Uh, how do we distribute the short films? Yeah, I'm asking if, if the main um, thing is just through festivals around the world, different countries, or also you know, some networks um, like uh, mm. you know, TV and stuff. My experience is like mostly the festivals only, and one of the short films was sold for some TVs quite successfully, but uh, some short films went to the festivals only. Uh, I don't w usually work with uh, short films, but uh, I did uh, when I worked for uh, Czech uh, Film Center, and we promote uh, uh, mostly we promote uh, short films uh, at the festivals. But uh, there are certain channels that you can use. Uh, there are uh, mostly uh, online platforms uh, uh, that are uh, acquiring short films, and um, of course the best um, and. Um, yeah, the best is to sell the film to some broadcaster. I did succeed once uh, with a short film. Uh, we sell the film to Arte. Unfortunately, as we as we discussed, uh, their um, uh, showing times of those films are very unfortunate. But uh, from my my perspective, I have to say that they pay the best. Uh, so yeah, there are several channels. But uh, since we're considering, uh, there are. 20,000 uh, films made uh, per year, there is just a little, I mean, there is 100 films that are maybe sold a year. Um, well, from my experience with short, uh, we circulated a lot in festivals, but after that, we had this, uh, the, the offers for broadcasting. For example, one of my shorts was in RTI uh, in Italy. It was sold. It was sold in Japan, in, in Greece, and some other, like, but uh, the, 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 the money that you will get from this, this is cacahuet. <laughs> it's nothing, really. It's not as, as, you, as you sell a feature film. Yeah, it's so uh, that's why, if it's okay, my second question, I think very important. Um, so maybe... It's not... Yeah, but it's a very important question. Hello, um, my question is somehow more general, in fact. I'm wondering about the question of reachability of the producers. You know, for example, now there are so many apps like Tinder, for example. They know the people, each other from distance without, has to be in some place to know each other, to see face by face. The question that, based on experience, I'm asking this, that why, why, for example, the, the producers are not reachable in sense of you know, being contacted by emails, or I know that many of you receive so many emails, but you don't respond it regularly. You can't trust the people, you know, just contact by the email. I mean, let's go 
a little bit, you know, behind. Why we should be here to be in contact? Here, I mean generally in a place, in the same roof. What's, what's, what's the matter with this industry? No, uh, the question is like, uh, why people don't reply to emails? No, no, no. it was more general, by the, by the way. No. You didn't understand the question? Maybe, maybe they did. Ah. Ah, okay. Now the question was the reachability of the directors, for the, the producers, the reachability in a sense. You know, there are some platforms like here, like markets in other countries, markets in festivals, you know? me as an other should be there, you know, to have access to you as producers, no? Uh, okay. So what, 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 if, what if someone, just ask, what if someone come to this industry and, you know, they, they don't have access to those, those kind of places? Okay, uh, who wants to reply to the question? I think the question is, if I if, if, if got it right, is that it's difficult for filmmakers to get in contact with producers. This is, right? And so why is that so? I think this is the question. But I can tell you, if I can add to that, that it's not only producers, it's everybody. But I think it's part of a system, in my opinion. This is my two cents. What's, what's wrong with the system? <laughs> I think uh, it's about that these people are really busy, but it's true. It's not that they pretend they are busy. Like, uh, I have so many projects in my company running now, in development, in post-production. One of them just, we finished shooting. And then I have two proposals of the co-production, one of which I'm now trying to fund in my country. And then I have to travel, and then I have to family, and so on and so forth. And everybody does the same. So I think these people are busy, and they are, like, they have this pool of uh, partners that they work with. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Uh, exactly, there are so many projects and uh, uh, at our company there are four main producers and every one of them uh, is working on several projects at the time and there are several scripts coming to our email address, uh, not every single day, but every week. Uh, and it's, uh, it's just impossible to get uh, to them, read them, and to answer. But, I mean, really, it's not possible. That's why uh, we encourage to, uh, new directors or, or upcoming directors to go to these kind of events and talk to the producers because you have a chance to pitch your project. Now, um, as Daniel said, I think that these kind of events, as many others, like MIA and other markets, are, are made for, for this, for meeting, actually. And so uh, that, 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 that's the answer. I mean, like, uh, travel, go to these events, and probably it will be easier to talk to these, these people, I guess. And talking about meetings, thank you for meeting us and coming to the panel today. This was it. And... Well, doesn't work as well. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, come on. Yoo
Okay. Yeah, thank you for attending. And um, if you want to know more about Be Sure Now, you can go to our website, beshorenow.com, where you can find podcasts and videos of the uh, panels that we uh, sponsor, let's say, and the features at different festivals. And thank you so much. In like a few minutes, we will have the award ceremony here in this room. I would like to please everybody to leave because we have to prepare it for the ceremony and hope that my boss will not kill me for being late. Thank you so much.